Hey there, welcome back. Let's see what's going on. Wild and domesticated religions have the machinery of religion evolved. Who rules America? True stories. One month ago, films now. Who rules America? Introduction to the Bible. Already covered that actually. Bill Maher podcast. Let's check out Bill Maher podcast. Alright, hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Bill Maher. It's time for the Thursday afternoon, just before Friday, Monday morning podcast. Just checking in on you, seeing how your week's going. And once again, once again, I have an amazing guest. This is what Thursdays are becoming. Amazing guests with Mr. Bill Burr. We have the one and only from uh, Real Time, uh, Bill Maher is with us here, who is, uh, he's plugging, and he's going to have a date, uh, the Hulu Theater in Madison Square Garden? Yes, on the 12th of this month. That's amazing. Is that where Eddie did, uh, Raw? I don't know. I think he did. Really? Yeah. I don't think That's the, also. I don't think the Hulu Theater Well, they existed. renamed it. Oh, they renamed okay. it. Well, it's Madison Square Garden. If you can't find that, you're not enough, uh, you know what else happened there? That was where uh, that whole East Coast, West Coast rap thing started. Is that right? That's where uh, Snoop was going. You guys don't have any love for the West Coast? Uh-huh. And, 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 and Shug was singing all up in the videos. Come on, you know this stuff. I, I love the energy that you start yeah. this show with. I mean, like Don't minute. bring me down. What I do <laughs> is I, I stay at this level of energy to stay ahead of the fog of my depression. <laughs> what are you depressed about? Huh? Your career's going fantastic. What am I... That's that's what fills you up. That's that's the BS. That's like, and then I do this, and then then I I, I do uh, two episodes of ER, and then I'll love myself. Wait, you, seriously, you're not happy? Um, no, I am happy. Okay. I am happy. <laughs> you touch me. But I do know, I do know that like if if uh, if I slow down too much and I really take it all in, yeah, I don't like the movie. Well, I, I do I, I do understand that. About, okay. I mean, I only live for the future also. Like, I, like the past often, some people, like, they really get a lot of joy out of memories. It's like, I, nothing. I mean, because it's gone. It's only about tomorrow. Do you throw stuff out? Do you hold on to things? I, I'm, a, uh, I'm very selective. I'm, I'm very neat. So I do hold on to things, but it fits into, like, I, I'm very big on files. I have many files. Like, I'm not a car guy, <laughs> but I have files up the ass. I have them in the garage. I have them in my office. The like outer a file cabinet? Like, very, very good files. Like, Fire King files. They are fireproof, and they are strong. Some of them have had for 30 years. They last. Well, what's, what's in there? Everything. Like, like, every year I keep a file of just, like, stuff from that year that just reminds me of what happened in the year. Notes and things that happened, like, you know. So you are a little sentimental. Well, I run a very office type of way. It's not really for sentimentality. I call it being a good caveman. Because when I want to look back and know what happened in 1991 or something, I can look at that file and know who I was. I want to be a good anthropologist for my own life. Oh, all right. Now, when you go back... How, how often do you go into those files? That's what I want to know. Like, is this something like every Friday night? It's not. Let's see Bill Maher in 1988. It's not often, but I did have the occasion, I won't even tell you why, to look back at, like, the beginnings, like, stuff that uh, from, like, age.
age 12 to 14. I was looking at with with someone. We were laughing our asses off. Oh, all right. Uh, about it because you know I kept a little journal. I started when I was like 14 or something, and it's just of course hysterical. I mean, what goes through your mind and what you're thinking, and um, I mean, like in that file there were things like I had sent away to WABC Radio in New York for the Hot 100 songs of the year three years in a row. And they, you know, if you sent away with a self-addressed stamped envelope, they would send you a list of things. Yes, what were the top 100 songs? I guess that this was by sales back then. Now it's streaming, and who knows? Right. I mean, Taylor Swift. Up. Taylor Swift has the top 10 songs now on the charts. Well, that could never happen back when they actually tabulated who did the best by who went to a record store and bought it. The Beatles once had the top. I think four or five, but that's only because they had the whole backlog from 63 before they had broken here in America. So like when they had, uh, I want to hold your hand was their first hit in America, but they had a, She Loves You had been a hit in England the year before and a couple of their other singles. So they had like five songs in the top 10. That will never happen again for real. Right. Anyway. She is a really good, uh, I, I respect the how oh, sure. a good business person she is, that she realized yeah. that she was getting screwed over by her label and then tried to create something else. I forget that work. That yeah. Where they give you, like, for every 90 million views, like, she gets, she gets, like, half a cent. I mean, I yeah. love how, like, like, the internet set its artists free for, like, half a second before the business people came doing, like, the end around. Like, right now, they're signing new comics. And they're and they're like owning their podcasts and getting it. And I've been trying to tell every young comic I need like you don't fucking need these guys. They can't get you advertising if you don't have listeners. You're gonna get all of this stuff. And then what's gonna happen is is if you leave that agency, it, it's like they're gonna get your money for the rest of time. It was like back in the day if you booked a sitcom with one and, you, and your agent was at whatever uh, William Morris and then you left to convert. The whole time you did that sitcom, you owed William Morris the money. They're gonna do that with like podcasts. Where the fuck do you see young comics? What do you mean? I go out to the comic belt. You do? Yeah. You have to. Oh, you it do? keeps you young as far as like, you're still, like, I, I'm still 54, but like, you can't go out. Dude, I used to watch a lot of guys from your generation. You have, my generation. Your generation. I'm 12 years older you know, than you. You're, you're a boomer, man. You're fucking talking about the Beatles.
Exactly. Why would I torture myself and go in front of people who don't understand? You're going to lose your edge, man. I do not lose my edge. Trust me, my edge. I did a special, uh, it was on early this year, called Adulting. It's very, uh, I mean, trust me, I'm surprised I wasn't canceled from it. Um, yeah, who's going to cancel you? Why do the young people do it? Like you said, you are the well, By the way, you and I, anybody could get canceled in the next 30 seconds. Oh, wait, you were one of the first guys when you had that little interview. Yes. That's exactly. right. I forgot about Excuse me. I I was literally canceled. Okay, back to the They literally took your show away. Literally. That was, yes, when canceling, when actually being yes, canceled. Yes, for our younger viewers, he had a show called Politically Incorrect, which was fantastic. The, the, it was just you hosted, and you had just four completely different people. Right. You, you would have, like, you know, on what's the dot on, but, like, slash. And then they would just start talking. <laughs>
there's billionaires. There's a house there that is like, I don't know, something like 50 stories high or something. The guy owns the whole thing. And then there are the slum dogs. I mean, there are people who literally live in that sewage. I mean, what their immune systems must be like over there is just incredible. Yeah. No, it was, it was a... Uh, I don't think they need the vaccine. No, I really they don't. are the vaccine. I think they, they're good. Yeah, no, but it was uh, it was quite a... a, a I would go back in a second. That's really? how much I enjoyed it. I would go back in a second. It's just I got two kids now. And I, I, it's just such a long flight to try to get back there. But I would go back there in a second. And the perspective it gives you, you know, how cool they are, how funny they are, and then all the stuff that they're dealing with. And, and like just all, just going over to Asia was amazing to travel over there because they literally have everything that we have with just different people doing it. Like down there, they have their own rock stars, their own airplanes and stuff. And you stay here and you think, oh, everybody is into what we're doing. And they're over there. And their own movie. Yeah, it's amazing. Bollywood. I mean, there's a whole entire movie industry over yeah. there that is different than ours. So how do they say it, though? But you, like, watch it, and you're kind of like, oh, this is their Bruce Willis. I guess this guy. Right. Because you know, <laughs> there are just yeah. so many stories to tell. Uh, how did, but how do they know you over there from podcasts? Podcast. Really, from yeah. podcast? Yeah, podcast people like. Uh, <laughs> they, they well, I guess they like, also I, I have people Netflix. Netflix. I have people Netflix. Your special is huge on Netflix. Yeah, right? Netflix and another thing. Um, oh, thank you. And then there's uh, other there's people in countries they're not supposed to be listening to them who reach out and tell me that they listen. I never say what countries because I, I don't know what goes on. The black man pulls up. I don't want to be a part of it. Right. But like it, it's a, a really <laughs> like. Uh, yeah, no, it's great. Like, um, I, I was in Italy one time, and some kid from, like, Serbia or something came up to me. Because you good man? And he said, he said, yeah, he goes, because hey, Money Money Podcast, go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> like, you gotta be kidding me. I go, you listen to that shit? Yeah, I got a picture with him and everything. It was awesome. I played Europe in 2015. I, I did the English-speaking places you can play, uh, Oslo, Stockholm, obviously London. You uh, gotta do the Midwest. I did that one. It was amazing. The Midwest. The Midwest of, of Europe is what I call it. Oh. Like, we did, uh, uh, where the hell were we? Uh, uh, no, we did Latvia. No, we did, we did Warsaw. We did, like, four cities in Germany. Uh, uh, Budapest. Uh, Prague. Vienna. And, dude, you can just go over there. Their English is so good. Right. You can just yes. do your act. Just do it. I was like in the middle of my second one. I should have taped this. It's just like a special. Right. They were that great, and they loved uh, anything you did. If you made fun of their country or you made fun of your country, right. gold. Yeah. Gold. And I always feel like it's kind of good to do that. If you make fun of yourself, they realize you're not coming there like a pompous ass, but you always right. make fun of them. You're not going there to like kiss their ass or whatever. Like I had fun in Germany talking to them. Like, you know, all the amazing stuff you guys did with, like, you know, audio tape and straight things. Just one, just one wrong guy. Yeah. One monkey, you just can't. And they were just sitting there like they was like, well, they must get it all the time. And, and the truth. Well, yeah, I mean, but there's also other shit going on there. I mean, yes. And it's unfair. But, I mean, to people who are Germans today, because it was a long time ago, they had nothing to do with it. Yeah. And I always think about the Nazis. Like, every group of people at some point has tried to take over the world. I mean, yeah. everybody gets their turn in the barrel, like doing that. One of my favorite Norm McDonald's jokes was saying, like, the size of Maine, and they tried
trying to take over the world, and they almost did it. Uh, <laughs> Germany was never the size of Maine. Germany's a large country. It is. It's, it is. Not compared to us, it isn't. Uh, not quite compared to us, but in Europe it is. I found your, your button. Your button is ge uh, geography. <laughs> you get all crinkly. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> Mumbai. Mumbai, sorry. And, and also Germany is a large country. And, and German people live outside of Germany. That's one reason why Hitler was, was checking Yeah. The, the boom and bust. 
and would you like to walk through my house and I'll give you all the artwork that I can't afford to keep <laughs> just what I oh, paid for. No. And I got some amazing pieces, like a vulture I swooped in when, he, when a friend <laughs> needed to sell his artwork. And to this day, it hangs in my house. Some amazing pieces that I got for very little money. And that's how I got back at the club owners, Bill. <laughs> That's an amazing, yeah, wow, he got overextended like that. When I was starting, yes. he was going through his divorce. Oh. Yeah, that's when I started. His so, divorce? So his... From Silver? Yeah, she got the New York Times, the New York Yes. Prop. And you know that famous story, right? That's not when you started. That, he, that, I remember he was with Alex. Yeah, but then he was already divorced. Absolutely, because or, oh, or soon. But I remember going to... Uh, when David Letterman had a morning show. I think it was 1982. I don't remember. I remember seeing it. Something like that. And I remember going to a, a taping of that, and Bud was there with his new bride. So he must have, and of course, Bill, in 1982, you were still in diapers. I was 14. <laughs> I know, I'm kidding. Because um, it, it was, uh, yeah, so she was long time divorced, but the story I had heard that was part of the divorce settlement was she got the New York intro. And that uh, he couldn't open another right. improv within a hundred miles or something. And he opened one in Atlantic City and she got in her car and hit the odometer and drove down and then it was like ninety eight or ninety nine miles and they made him shut it down. Oh wow. I don't know I, I never I don't I'd never heard that. Allegedly before it yeah. comes back and sues me. No, I don't know about that. Um, but I do know that there were a lot of improvs and I played them all. It's simply safe, everybody. You know, if you thought about securing your home with home security, but haven't been putting, but haven't putting it off, you'll want to listen up. Right now, my listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for fifty percent off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of twenty twenty two by U.S. News and World Report for a third year in a row at the fucking dynasty. All right, in an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect TM technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real. It is not a raccoon, it is a fucking person. Wait them. HD security cameras for inside and out. Smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and threats to your home. Uh, like that annoying neighbor coming up your walk. 24-7 professional monitoring service costs under a dollar a day. Less than half the price of ADT's traditional uh, professionally installed system with top-rated Simply Safe app. Stay in complete control of your system. This is where you just go, you oversell. Right? They got it. I mean, we got another fucking page of it? Um, <laughs> anytime, anywhere, arm or disarm. <coughs> for a guest, access your cameras or adjust system settings. Don't miss your chance for massive savings on my favorite security system. Get 50% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash Get 50% off um, their biggest discount of the year. That's simplysafe, S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E.com slash B-U-R-R. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Oh, look who it is, everybody. Are you kidding me? The oldie but goodie doing the casinos at this point. It's old Zip. Recruiter! are you hiring? What type of role are you hiring for? Maybe you need to hire someone that wear, to wear many hats. 
<laughs> I said maybe you need to hire somebody that wears a hat. Uh, it's kind of big, which can be challenging. Or you might have to have a position to fill, but it's taking forever to find someone who's a great fit for your company. Whether you need to hire a civil engineer in New York, a pediatric nurse in Nebraska, an attorney in Colorado, or even a mascot in Missouri, zip can help you find quality candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fur. From, account, from accountants to zoologists and everything in between. Zip it, Matching technology finds people with the right experience for your job and presents them to you. For my money, I like the devil reads the best. Um, ben, that's the 80s album. Rob Halford wrote that, that copy. Um, then you can invite your top choices to apply. It's so effective. Four to five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it now for free at this exclusive web address, Zip... Yeah. I should say ZipRecruiter. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash fur. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash fur. B-U-R-R. ZipRecruiter.com slash fur. The smartest way to hire. I fucked that up. I like when I go to ZipRecruiter.com. Smartest way to hire. Who, uh, now who did you start with? In the clubs? Like yeah. The, uh, uh, well, uh, there, were, there was three clubs. There was the improv, like you mentioned, on the west side. That was the granddaddy of them all. That started in the early 60s as an off-Broadway place, yeah. right? It was like place originally, I think. It became a pizza place.
So, well, what, what you have to be thinking, when you think about, like, the pain's going to rise to the top or stay at the top or whatever. Well, I mean, back then, we, the template we all worked by was we let the game stand up, yes, but we want to get a sitcom. I mean, even, even Seinfeld got on Benson. Benson, yeah. <laughs> and we all thought it was great. I remember my friend Jimmy Brogan, you know Jimmy Brogan? Yeah, he, he got, uh, yes, he got a show where he was an angel. What was the name of that show? I forget, but I remember seeing it. His, it, it was a TV guy, TV guy, but TV Guide was like that big. It was huge. If you were in TV, you were on the cover oh of TV God. Guide. It was like the famous person in the world. Well, he wasn't on the cover, but it was like fall season, new shows. And like, wow, I know this guy. And he's in TV Guide. He's got yeah. a show. Um, didn't last. So that's what we all wanted to do was, here was the thing. You were, you were working the clubs, and you would, you would get um, enough shots, Tonight Show shots, which were six-minute shots of clean material, because this was the clean era. And then when you had like five or six of them, then you would do the Tonight Show, because you didn't want to do one and then have, not have material to do like the next two or three or four. So that's what I did. Uh, so what would you do? You bank a, a five-minute thing like I'm not doing yeah. on TV. I got that down on the me. You just go. Mm -hmm. You just tried to have before you look before you got in front of them. You made sure you had like 30 minutes of clean stuff. That was what you were supposed to do. Right. It, did we did it work out that way? Not always. Uh, it kind of worked out that way for me. I did my first Tonight Show in '82, and I did for the next like 10 years with Johnny while he was still there. <laughs> I did like 31 shots. That scene, out of every story I've heard, during the Tonight Show the first time with the comedian seems like the most terrifying experience It is. I mean, it was literally like, you're either going to make it or you're not. It's absolutely true. Because if you didn't, and I, there was a couple of comics who did not do well, who kind of like skipped the bit, and they never worked again. Because if you did bad on, like, Merv or something, well, okay, that wasn't the... You could <laughs> shake off the murder. Yeah, right, yeah, you could shake right. you were, you were, came on at four in the afternoon. Right, you, you, <laughs> you were taped at four in the afternoon. It came on at night, but, oh, it did. but you were, but you were like, building up to the Tonight Show. All right. but, if you, but if you if you blew it on the Tonight Show, it was not good. But, of course, it was cake, because Johnny would set you up, and the crowd was cake. If it was cake, there wouldn't be people... <laughs> So well, what mindset? You can fuck anything up because you're so nervous, <laughs> but it, it was really yours to fuck up because the crowd was easy, and Johnny would do his, like, well, come on, uh, comedy is the hardest commodity to find. And, of course, at that point, it wasn't the hardest commodity to find. You couldn't swing a dead cat without hitting a fucking comic in 1982, but he would still say that. They, oh, so we've got a, a young guy. He's a great observational stuff he's going to do. And uh, Jeff Steinfeld, I remember he brought out Jerry with that. <laughs> God, that's how he pronounced it. You went out, and, I, and you go out, and you do your little, you know, the first one, dog and pony show, and, you know, you've been practicing this six minutes for, like, three years. If you I can't know, fuck, so it was like your mantra. So Did they give you bullet points? Or no, oh, no, no, of course not. I used to write it on my hand in red ink, because red, like, you know, we couldn't see it as much. But just in case I went up, I could, I could, and I did that for every shot I had. It was always written in red on my hand. Um, just one time I had a nightmare red book doing one of my letterman, and uh, I was, I don't know what the fuck it was, I was, I was just so nervous and that I couldn't remember my act, and I turned around and my dad was sitting behind his desk. <laughs> oh, oh, 
Wow. Like Psych 101, this is the father figure of wow. comedy. I wanted to prove her. And I actually woke up in the middle of the night, whatever hotel they had, and I just started laughing, going like, Jesus Christ, well, just do your shit. And it's uh, funny because, like, the, 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 the nightmare that so many people have, that I've had, is that you're about to take a test, and you haven't studied. You ever had that? No, I, I had. Well, that, that was actually my actual life and my career. But I, I definitely had those uh, those thoughts of, like, you know, what if I forget my app? you just don't. But that's it. I'm saying what, I used to have that nightmare that I was about to take a test, and I completely forgot about it. Now I didn't know anything that was going to be on the test. And then when I became a comedian, that nightmare became I was about to go on The Tonight yeah. Show, and I hadn't prepared anything. And so he was about to introduce me, and there's a funny, funny young guy who's been with us before. There he is, and there I'm, oh my God, and I walk out. And I see the closed curtains, like, oh my God. Yes, and the band, right. you know, that, that trumpet sound, and yeah. So, you finished your set, did you get some interview? Probably, I don't remember. I was like, how fucking high were you afterwards? It was over, you delivered, everybody slapped yeah. you in the back, you know it isn't bullshit. I mean, it's yeah. a relief. Yeah, it is a relief. That's more than anything, it's a relief. I didn't blow it. I'm officially in show business. I'm at the very bottom, but at least right. I'm in show business, you know? I've been flailing around in the water, and now somebody pulled me on the raft. And and I, how many of those did you have to do before you started selling tickets? All. No, I, I, I never, it, you don't sell tickets from doing 30 I mean, I was working as a comic, but I still was working as, well, first of all, I got a, I, again, I was trying to get on a sitcom, and I did. I got on a sitcom in 19, it's called Sarah, with Gina Davis in the title role. It was an amazing cast, Gina Davis, Alfie Woodard, right from her Academy Award nomination, still doing great, still love Alfie. Bronson Pinchot, who went on to be Balky in that sitcom. Well, there's a lot of sports. I, I miss a lot of that. Time. Yeah, he was seat down on the seat. And I'm just doing that. To, oh, okay. I'm just doing that to fuck with you. But uh, but uh, so I got on this. Still like math class. I'm not gonna pass this class. That's what you said when you were on my show. You said, Did I? Yeah, it's, it's in our highlight reel. You, you were like, you said, like, I feel like I've I, never felt like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, when I did your show. There was, you, had, you, it was so you had that guy who ran for player. Yeah. That guy who fucking ran for But it was so silly. I mean, you, I, 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 I feel like I want to be your shrink because I think you're, you're, under, like you're, 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 you're underestimating your intelligence. Oh. First of all, you were the mid-show guest when we used to have that. So you weren't even being asked to do anything political or engage with the panel on the floor. I can see I can see why that yes it did. Of course we did. Of course we did. You you blocked it out. You we think we were trying to fool you. No, that never happened. It, it did. But anyway, the point is you old school parent. The point is you Oh I never did that. The point is you could engage on any intellectual level you want. You just like to cultivate this image as you're the regular blue-collar guy who doesn't know that much. And I know you know a lot. What? You know what? I know people. You know other things besides people. You're 54. Yes, I, nothing, I know you hate to hear that. Nothing. Yeah, don't project your age. It's bullshit on me. <laughs> it's nothing in your world, though. 
Like, I honestly, I think anybody who watches Fox in CNN is a fucking moron. I heard you say that the other yeah, day. Fucking moron. I, I can't watch cable news much either. I, I don't understand. I liked it better when they brought the newspaper. I liked those live better. And you just went in by yourself and you just sort of opened it up. And, hey, Mark, did you hear they got to knock down the fucking store? Whatever the hell they used to do. <laughs> you didn't get to interact with other fucking morons. Well, it becomes like this Adam Ball. Well, that's stupidity. I'm trying my show uh, on, on HBO. Is, uh, as always. And HBO 2 and HBO Max. It records. Friday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Pacific, and it's additional replay, replay throughout the week on HBO, HBO 2. Yes, HBO it, it records then, Grandpa. Uh, anyway, yes, it records on YouTube. And, and people actually now can watch it anytime they want because that's where the technology right. has moved. Can you believe that? Anyway, uh, it's one of the last shows, maybe the only one, that is a legitimate debate show that presents both sides. It's definitely not in the silos that. What you're objecting to, I think, and what I hate also, is that if you watch Fox News or MSNBC, you only hear what these people already believe, and you're never going to hear any other opposition point of view, and it's a terrible way to run the country for people to get to live. To, yes, to get their news this way. be challenged. Exactly. It's never our fault. It's always right. because of what, yeah, what they do, and uh, no. I, I don't know. I, I no, don't I agree. Oh, trust me. Yeah, and then I, I feel I, like that's why they go after soft targets, you know, like, and it's anything that's a soft target to them is what doesn't put money in their pocket, which is why people can do horrific fucking things at a corporate level, and they don't expose it at all. But, what do you uh, mean soft target? Like comedians. Oh, I see. To watch a comedian, it's got to be, like, the easiest thing to be outraged about, because it's going to cost you nothing. And you're going to get a big controversy going and stuff like that. You go after a podcaster or an influencer or somebody who acts on a fucking TV show. Like, none of those things. You go after them to cancel them because they said something. Acting that like was... what they're doing is what's wrong with the country rather right. than we can't drink our own water now because corporations have poisoned or you came up with synthetic heroin and killed a couple hundred thousand Americans. That all just fucking goes away. Who, and, who came up with synthetic heroin? Pharmaceutical companies. And I get it. Huh? Oh, you're talking about yeah, opioids? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, oh, right. yeah. Yes, absolutely. That is it's like the Houston Astros right. thing. Where they cheated at such a fucking level that they don't even talk about. Right. They fixed the World Series. <clears throat> but if you have like a football that's allegedly a cunt hair lighter, they'll talk about that for fucking eight years. Because it doesn't affect anybody's money. It's silly. It gets fans yelling and that type of stuff. I've watched... I watched the whole Astros Yankees series, and I watched this whole. I missed a little bit of game two, the Philly series, and they haven't brought it up once. They fixed the World Series. They haven't brought it up fucking once. Well, it was litigated. I mean, the Astros certainly were booed unmerkably for a whole year after I think it was 2017. Oh, the poor baby. One no, no, no. Okay, I'm not defending. I can give a fuck about the Astros. I'm not defending the Astros. I'm just saying it shouldn't live on forever. And they didn't fix the World Series. They were sign stealing. Okay. Yes, it's everybody in sports, by the way, cheats as much as they can get away with. You think that's a certain point. You think they're the first ones to cheat? No, but there's this. No, no, no. My my problem, my problem is not that they cheated. My problem is they don't get shit for it, and everybody's just they shut the They did get shit for it. They and, get, and, it, and then it just stopped them. Well, should it go on forever? Should it go on forever? Should fucking ticky-tack or shit go on forever? Because that does. It's what it's okay, but about. the Astros are a very good team, and uh, they're, they're winning. Two games to one. Yeah, so they're not good. They're in the world.
Akinson proved that they were good. I do share opinion about how they made a big thing about Deflate Gate when it was nothing. Absolutely, I share that. I got a lot that crap. The judge is actually mad for that right Okay, but you realize that sports in general does not matter. It's not important, and it's a giant waste of time. I watch it also. That's why I watch it. It's not like I originally watched it, but now I watch it. It's what I tried to watch the news. I tried to be the guy that knew stuff, and it, it, it just <laughs> didn't work. There's no solution. Mm. It's well, just they just present one horrible thing after another. That's not true either. And then you that's just watch people go after the tail, never the head. That's ridiculous. There are many, many people in this world who are better off because boring people locked in rooms eating cold pizza at 2 in the morning with stale coffee worked on the other guys.
Who was all like Hooters level chicks just walking around? Oh, and, and he yeah. was roped off. You couldn't talk to him. Yeah, and he had his, uh, he had his captain's captain hat. hat. Yeah. That was. If you were born in the 20s, at some point, you were a captain's hat. But he even had a license to drive a boat. He just started walking around with a captain's hat. That's funny. That was my. And actually, I stayed there for about 40 minutes. I didn't remember who I was with. I was like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. I'm standing in somebody's yard. Right. And he won't let me in the house. I'm obviously not wanted here. Hi, little baby. It literally looks like he wants to go to bed. Right. I I did try to walk down the driveway to see the zoo.
really funny part started with uh, <laughs> he was talking about women wa- women's walk-in closets my birthstone is cement <laughs> like that, which is there's a sicilian 
old-time joke. That's a good joke. It just reminded me. Oldie but giddy. Of uh, one of the worst deaths. It pokes fun at the, um, you song. know, the Italian mafia. Fucking. They're one of their Jersey means of disposing of people. I would be just standing there weeping, just going, just shoot me. Just fucking, yeah, they'd be, yeah, we can't, man. The blood splatter, we're going to get caught. Well, can you fucking shoot me as you throw me in? <laughs> just give me a gun. And right as you throw me in, I'm going to pull the trigger. Is that all right? I'll count to 1,000. No, I'll already be in the water. It won't work. Like, what happens? Is there any medical person out there? Is it a quick death? I just can't imagine you're fucking going down, waiting for your goddamn head to explode. And then you'd want to, like, somehow, like, just take a big gulp of water to end it. And uh, you couldn't. Your body wouldn't let you fucking... Oh, my God. You know what just kills me about that is you just keep going down and down and down and down. Way past... Where all the fucking submarines, anybody's ever fucking gone. You're just, you're going to keep going. Now, granted, the pressure is going to fucking cave you in at some point, right? Just the, the fucking weight of that water. <laughs> you know it would be worse if your survival instinct kicked in and you kept clearing your ears as you went down for as long as you fucking could? You just... As you fucking like just some futile attempt to just survive. You keep clearing the fucking air out of your station tubes, you know, so your fucking eardrums don't explode. Oh, Christ. What a fucking way to go. And that's all I actually zoned out. As he was singing, What is a man? What has he got? Damn, not himself. Then he is shot. Right? I just kept, the whole time he was singing that. To speak the words he truly feels, right? I was just picturing going down to the bottom of the ocean in cement shoes. And not the words of one who deals. It was like this little good fellow <laughs> film was going on Get in my, my head. Way. I mean, granted, I was a couple scotches this is in. funny joke, too. Oh, you um, want so, um, it was a buddy of mine who got married. I was supposed to get him some cigars. So my guest, guest on my show today is Bill Burr. Welcome, Bill. The soon-to-be hit animated show <laughs> in December of 2015, F is for Family. I'm going to hype this fucking show. I'm going to hype this fucking show for a year, so you guys better get, you better get ready. That's, you know what I'm, I'm literally doing, like, when they said this, you know, when they hyped it and when it's actually coming out, it's like how long it takes for a guy in the mass pipe. Mary, Mary, to drive Mary, to a Mary, pothole Mary, fucking a mile away. Um, anyway, so I didn't have time to get the cigars, right? So I got a hookup out here to get the old fucking uh, Cubanos there. And um, anyways, this uh, I didn't do it. So I go out to Palm Desert. I'm like, all right, there's all these old fucking staunch Republicans out here. They all got money. They all like playing golf. They like smoking fucking cigars. I know they got Cuban cigars. So I just don't go to a smoke shop. I look for a high-end fucking place that actually has a little bit of a lounge thing, right? You know, fucking wooden Indian outside and shit, you know, all the old school stuff. So I find one, right? And I walk in there and I'm just like, hey man, it's, uh, it's my buddy's, you know, 
He's the kind of comedian like me, comma. But I'm actually quite a serious person. the old time Actually, the wedding ceremony and the after party, I was supposed to get cigars and fucked up. Can you help me out? He goes, yeah, sure. Come on in the humidor. So I say to the guy, hey, you got any, you know, you got any, uh, Francisco or, uh, part of this? Any, any fucking, you know, basically. And he goes, uh, I go, you got some Cuban cigars? He goes, well, I got these over here. And I go, well, you got any Cuban cigars? And he goes, Cuban cigars are illegal in the United States of America. Really? Thank you. Like, I don't fucking know that. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, maybe because I look like a cop, he said it.
type of comedian. Heroin is not legal within the United I know it isn't. I'd still like some. Select all. Copy. <clears throat> Oops. Ah, keep writing. Yes. Requested entity was <coughs> not found. What does that mean? 
Okay, this hard. Okay. And because that was pretty dodgy, like, powers of be erased it, so now I'm going to post it to Instagram. <laughs> Um, Tristan, I can do the soundtrack. Tucson Weekly. They'll never fucking ever carry your stuff. She's like, well, when I could just do the best I can, you know, put them on. CC them. Basically, this is like CCing. <laughs> no, no, it's, but, but it's public. It's kind of cool, actually. Fuck. Love it. <clears throat> Bill Marr. Just to end the two bills. Um, KVOA. Kega nine, I don't know. And, well, they're celebrities, man, so send it to, like, entertainment tonight.
to Governor POTUS. I'm just, what is this? Christopher Congress, Christopher Governor underscore POTUS 2024. And also do a real just. I ain't stressing today. Okay, what happened, man? Okay. Yeah, that's what I want. That's what I want. Comedy hype. Okay. Um. <clears throat> Georgia. <clears throat>
Um, Okay, let's see who else. Uh, the Democrats. Democratic. <clears throat> Coalition. Medical women. National. Tinder. <clears throat> you know, Instagram's the only one I can do this. Do like send a message to people I, I need to send. Obama, black, uh, you know, and what's his, what's his name, the, um, Barack Obama,
I think they would do this. Maybe they'll give me a grant. Foundation. Um, okay, good enough. <laughs> okay, I'm giving um, Bill Murr a dressing gown. Pocket, not right. Okay, beat it. Topics, whatever entertainment. This is important. Just stuff. Okay, visual arts. Mm -mm. Comedy. Mm -hmm. Celebrities. Yeah, celebrities. Comedy. There we go. Can I? Oh, good. And celebrities. <coughs> I think they talk about Bollywood, don't they? Uh, <laughs> American, um, I am stressing today. I am stressing today. Okay, send it to stuff. Recommended on Facebook. Wait, wait, wait. Let me crack it. This is a little bit different. I'm wearing off white nights and blue denim. Yo, you might need. Dude, God, I ain't stressing the day. Yo, I ain't stressing the day. Bounce. Dude, God, I ain't stressing the day. Yo, I ain't stressing the day. Bounce. Dude, God, I ain't stressing the day. Yo, I ain't stressing the day. Bounce. Dude, God, I ain't stressing the day. Yo. Yeah. 
Following a bunch of musicians on Instagram. This is a little bit different. I'm wearing off white nights of blue denim. Says recording a 42 yeah, year old rapper hit different. Don underscore this is Michael. A bit J- different. J- we ain't just live, we living. Yeah. Off white nights, blue denim. What do you say? Because uh? we are not playing. Uh? Said that she locked down. I still found a way. My team not veggies. You talk big, but you're not heavy. Skelly crossbones, I'm deadly. Don underscore Michael Jr. That wait, wait, was pretty great. Fire. Fire. This is a little bit different. I'm wearing off white nights and blue denim. <laughs> little bit different. Yeah. We ain't just live, we living. Yeah. Off white nights. We have a limited amount of time on this earth. Yeah. And you think me will take that time there and hold grudges, vex with people and I focus on people and I focus on me? You're mad, man. We have a limited amount of time on this earth. Yeah. And you think me will take that time there and hold grudges? Vex with people and I focus on people and I focus on me. You're mad, man. I don't understand what he's saying. Never limited <laughs> amount of time on this earth. Yeah. And you think me will take that time there and hold grudges? Mm. Vex with people and I focus on people and I focus on me. Mm, okay, You're now mad, I get it. Man. Did he say mind blowing? Yeah, no. Never limited amount of time on this earth. Yeah. Uh, and you put think a nice put me ever take that time <laughs> and hold grudges, vex with people. <laughs> and hold grudges. Vex with people and I focus on people and I focus on me. You're mad, man. Is that mind blowing? Never limited amount of time on this earth. Yeah. Malik, and how? you think me. Never limited. Very traditional Chinese. 
That was Coco Cocona underscore XG. Very interesting. She, she's, uh, you know, very interesting image. She's, I mean, she's an artist, obviously. And uh, put her in kind of like a uh, Chinese. I mean, she's very traditional looking, type, like a geisha girl. Geisha girl. No, that's Japanese, of course. Stupid me, but uh, I mean, like traditional Chinese, Chinese face, so Chinese. But uh, she's a really great rap, and and not it's not a but, Chista. It's an and, and she's a great rapper, apparently. So here we go. If you have two. Yeah, that's freaking great.
so what I'm doing right now is uh, helping another artist, but also helping myself. There's a sketch. So, very nice to stuff. Uh, hope I didn't just lose that whole fucking thing, but I needed to paste that into a text. Please tell me I didn't fucking fuck it up. Open, yes. Keep editing your drop. Uh, where'd it go? Drops. Uh oh. It. I think I lost it. Gallery? No. Oh shit. Yeah, I think I lost it. Anyway, so what, uh, or was that? Shit.
save this too. Same movement. Same as in my bow. It's a ninja. Nimino music? Nimino. Nimino music. So don't say Shit, so, and so, just what, uh, yeah, I have to come back to this. Well, how about I will, I can, just, uh, I can do this. Recorded on my podcast.
friend told me that when you go to heaven, their garden was a bad zone. I found them in the streets, they came out of the form of this tune. over. Thank you. 
share. Okay. Nimino music.
noticed that there's all there's all this talent on the internet and there's these incredible musicians and they sometimes like they make this EDM, you know, electronic dance music. It, it's it's called a drop, you know, when they drop the beat on an EDM electronic dance music, like at uh, you know what I'm talking about, yeah, right. So um, so and it he was inspired, you know. Uh, seemed to me and it's a pretty decent, great drop and uh, he even provided like a couple of lyrics or whatever so I like added I did my little two bits and so we created a song I think it's pretty pretty freaking great um I was for a long time I wanted to be a like a I want to do some like trance music tech trance music uh yeah um at one time I was listening to a lot of that. <laughs> that went to a lot of rave party in my the, youth. The ecstasy. Yeah, the Goes ecstasy well was great. Ecstasy. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can do that. Um I think I think I'm kinda like See the thing is like you can't hear like his uh that well. It's called Save a Soul, so I uh, now I'm spreading it across social media like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook feeds, Instagram, uh, Reels, YouTube Shorts. <laughs> <coughs> like those, I have like three accounts. On each of those for each of my phone or like one account on each of my phone yeah they're getting better huh like uh, when they first started out they weren't that great there's a lot of weird stuff on there like they were like yeah. all nuts but yeah. but then you get uh See, that's a drop, that's a drop, man, when everybody starts dancing hard, you know? Like Ibiza, man, we're priming for Ibiza, Ben, mate, uh, Ibiza. Ibi Ibiza. Whoa! Is that you almost broke your neck. Where'd you find him? Huh? Where'd you find him? Was he on top of that uh, carrier next to the cage? Um, he was right, up, right outside. Like your old, uh, Hi, baby mama. And your old headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've moved inside for the winter. And I'm fixing up my little art studio, music music production studio. I mean, we can we can jam up, we can record better in here. It's like, and, and uh, I think the acoustics are pretty good. Did you see the thing I sent you on the Vatican? How uh, the Pope is called uh, Pontifus Maximus, and oh. that was Caesar's name, Pontifus Maximus. 
No shit. And when the kings and queens of Europe get uh, coronated, <laughs> the Pope is the one that does that. <laughs> the Pope is the, the one that, that confers the, uh, the, the, the title of Pontifex um, Maximus Pontificus. Pontificus. Changed his name to Chip Finn, right? Right. He changed it to Finn. Chip Finn. It, yeah, that, that. I thought that was his pen name. That's his artist name. Oh, artist name. But he changed it legally. Um. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think he did. He just started using it. As, that's his artist name. Like <laughs> I mean, it's it's memorable in that it's like it's kind of like a surrealist name. <laughs> this woman asked me, "What's your name?" Last time, somebody asked me my name, and I looked at her and I said, "My name is Landry." And she goes, "Oh, really?" <laughs> like, like, you know, what do I need my name for? Yeah, you just have to say it in a very impressive way, and uh, like that you're famous. Or like, well, if we get a hit, you uh, you will become you'll become famous by uh, being my guitar player, man. Famed by proxy. <laughs> yes, exactly. So that's what why uh, we need to get some CDs burned. I have like. Nine or ten albums that I put together, they're on YouTube, so I would just like change those into MP, you know, download them, turn them into MP3s, and put them on a, burn them onto a fucking CD, and then and then put a put a disc jacket on it. That's cool, and give 
I mean, there's like not eight or nine of them. <laughs> they're good quality. Pretty good, yeah, yeah. Or I'm not screwing up too much. They're my chosen favorites. Yeah, uh So that's pretty cool. Anyway, so um so there all there's all this talent on on the internet, so what I'm gonna do is like every day do one at least. You know to like accompany them as a vocalist or, or uh, you know, guitar player or whatever or whatever, you know. It's a way to support other artists too. And then you tell people that to um, use it as a sound. Like this guy, he he made this inspired by some a loved one that he lost. So it's actually about death, and it's it's and, and it's kind of like coping with grief. Uh, and uh, I'm pushing it. <laughs> you know, tireless self promotion. That's that's what it takes for success. You know that I'm uh, Oxford University psychology tutor or was, you know, same thing, and tag me in, a, in your creation, you know, follow me if you're an artist, so this is a way for me to try to get some, get a following of artists, you know, musicians, other musicians, other singers who want to collaborate and uh, make, uh, like producers, music producers. I need a, uh, I would love to get like a music producer, like take out, take our stuff and, and, you know, really polish it, put lipstick on that pig. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's just like hanging out with us. Was he inside or outside? Was he inside? No, it was like, um... Inside? Just outside. Just outside. Aren't you good? Is it Captain Black? No, I don't think it's Captain Black. Are his toes a little curled in? Captain Black is in a cage, I think. I'll let somebody else take over that's a black. All black. It looks like his toes, this guy's toes are a little curled, but I'm not sure. Anyway. That's the one my, that used to jump on my mom all the time. <laughs> Yeah, the real friendly one. That's his name is Hephaestus. Yeah. Well, I noticed yeah. something good about the roosters that they don't try to kill the little chicks that aren't there. That aren't, you know, like a lot of uh, like bears. They leave the little chicks alone. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah. Well, like, yeah, the mother will fuck them, fuck them up if they. Die. You know that bears? Maybe they're kind of guardian chickens too. They will eat the cubs that aren't their their children. Yeah, lions. Lions, Yeah. That's something to be said for, uh, that maybe that's why stepfathers all, you know, there's a high incidence of molestation and when it's not their kid, you know. Yeah, what would you have been Yeah. People. I don't know about animals. 
Probably not animals. That I said the word that you Copy. that you were gonna say. Capybara. Capybara. Cup, cup no, cup, capybara. Silent treatment. Yeah, that was two weeks ago. That ended. Yeah, so, it ended on on church pantry <laughs> food free food day. So three weeks. <laughs> so three weeks ago today. So three weeks ago today was election day. What? Three weeks ago today was election day. Right. So is this our happy anniversary, baby? <laughs> Three week anniversary since I gave you a week of of uh, silent treatment. <laughs> well, it was a big fine. It was like over two hundred dollars. Big fine. fallout. <laughs> two hundred dollar fine. What, because of the lawn, the grocery <laughs> list. <laughs> well, 
You were like really. Uh... Was that the grocery uh, bill? <laughs> they came. They came at the end. They just came at me from different phones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's the grocery list, motherfucker. Like, it's like I know I I understood it then because it's like okay she's on this phone she's pissed off at me she's on the other phone she's, she's still pissed off at me on the other phone. <laughs> All right, what what's the only thing I missed now? Cardamom, which which is worth just you know it made me remember you know it's worth it. Happy anniversary, baby. I've been thinking about cardamom since we talked about it, and that helps me uh, remember it. Cardamoms. <laughs> the cardiomom. Uh, cardiomom. How's the chai? Yeah, it's it's good. Uh, after okay. although it burned like the first one. <laughs> we should, you know what? We should buy uh, three or four boxes of that because that's that's supposed to have a skyrocket, maybe. You know the gas so. prices how much, are going down. How much was that? Uh... It was like. Um, it was like almost five, like four something. How was the Bigelow? Is that good? The Bigelow? Yeah, I told was... you, when are you going to get me some more of those? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm just joking. I, I, uh... No, you, you paid them all. No, I didn't, I didn't need them all yet. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> I was just playing with you, man. When are you gonna fucking give me get me some of those it's it's motherfucker? So when, so when you're so when you're doing so when you're Jones in it, you're looking through that fridge, taking everything out to find one that's maybe <laughs> dropped out a crevice. And Play us a song, you're the piano man. Sing us a song tonight. Well, we're all in the mood for a did, uh, <laughs> did your grandfather write an autobiography? I don't think he did. Maybe you should do it. Channel him for me, okay? Me? Yeah, go ahead. Channel, channel him. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you, you mean? You have more of a chance of that. Oh, you seem to have a special connection with them. Who? <laughs> my, but you know, you were always like fascinated, fascinated with that picture. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> it's extremely fascinating. Extremely. Mike Pence, speak up! Exclamation point. Uh, is Mario Puzo still alive? Maybe we should go ahead and... For what? Play us a song, you're the piano man. To investigate the, uh, <laughs> the real life of Dr. Serafino. Charles. Do you have a middle name? Do you have a middle name? No. Do I? Or no, did no. he? Serafino? Serafino Genovese. Serafino. Um, I don't think so, but I'm not sure. That's Captain Black. No, that's not Captain Black. Hephaestus. That's, that's, that's the one that my mom was. Hephaestus is the, um, the god. He's made like iron uh, where Smithy. 
<laughs> this is the friendly one of all the all four of them. Black. It's, uh, it's four roosters and one chicken, right? Poor little cow. That is the most guarded chicken in this whole territory. There's, you know, there's four black roosters and one black chicken. I guess they're all brothers and brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters. And she's always with them. They're always protecting her. When I see them together down the hen, huh? Uh, the two black, two black pair. A pair of black one of lion money. No, there's four black roosters. Uh huh. And there's one hen, yeah. That is black like them, and they're all the characteristics. Yeah, yeah. And she's always with them. I guess uh -huh. it's her sisters. Uh. And there's no other roosters. Birds of can... a feather flock together, Ban Mete. But can she get pregnant by one of her own brothers? I don't. How, what makes you think to say that they're her brothers? I don't think they are. Well, she's always with them, and she looks exactly like them, and the crest is black like this. So I assume that they... Didn't they come together? I got a pair, and then I got five uh, black ones, and I gave one um, one to Marty. So I have six right now, and ju just one hen. But the, the, the flocks, of the pair, and the five uh, roosters kind of... Congregated together, and now they all sleep together in the in that side. And it's by color, do you think? It's because of the color? Yeah, it's it's Ben Mitty, birds of a feather flock together. Haven't you ever heard of that expression? Ben Mitty, there's a lot of truth to it. It applies to people as well, don't it? I, um, in my mind, I always that expression always seems. Be uh, people of like minds. I didn't think of color, you know, necessarily. Although, yeah, sure, you know, it has to do with that, but. Uh, I, I guess I don't think in terms of uh, groups, you know, race, racial groups. In my mind, you know, everybody's together. There are no uh, uh, factions, and, you know, racial factions, which I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. Uh, well, of course there are. You know, there's. Do you too? The white neo fascists. <laughs> Christo fascists or. American Christian nationalists are like the worst of all possible worlds. And there's the Bloods and there's the Crips. Christo-fascists and Christian nationalists. Dash, dash, the worst of all possible worlds. Exclamation points. Christo-fascists? Christian fascists. Christian fascists. Well, if the, if the probably the most Christian fascists uh, in any era was probably the uh, Franco's uh, right-wing population. The, um, the, the, there was a, a, a part of Spain that was with the fascists and against the Republicans during the uh, Spanish Civil War, 
And Franco, since Franco stayed in power over 30 years after World War II, uh, those, you know, those people were, were, uh, were entrenched, you know, the right-wing, right-wingers of Spain were very much, uh, very happy for 30 years after World War II. But then in 1975, when Franco died, things began to change radically. Radically. After Franco died, people just started getting really liberal. Uh, mm -hmm. The men grew their hair. They were smoking, was smoking on the... Uh, not in the metro, but in the... Uh, because the trolleys were open, the windows were open, you know. In the metro, they've never allowed smoking. Kind of underground. underground. El metro. So you've been to Madrid? Yeah, I have actually. And you noticed that on the people... my one of my whirlwind tours of Europe by by rail. One of the things that struck me the most was that the people are so short, right? Everybody's like five five and under. Most people, so they have they have tall uh, Spaniards too. But like the majority is like they were so tiny and short. It was like really. Uh, I was there when I was uh, fourteen. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> 